0: And now, part two. Welcome to episode eighty-eight of After Both Ways podcast. Part two of the serial killer spotlight. Uh, the I investigates where we just read stuff online. Um, okay. I dare you to find another podcast that could fucking talk about a KFC and Burger King video game while talking about John Wayne Gacy. We have to be, of all the fucking true crime podcasts out there that have done this, we have to be the only fucking one that brought that up.
1: Yeah, I wonder if anyone, any of them even asked if he knew Colonel Sanders. <laughs> I, I promise
0: you, PJ, this is the only podcast where you get that kind of entertainment value out of it. Wow. And it all comes for free, maybe with some cigars or something. I sure hope Never Ash didn't fall through. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's pick back up where we left off. It's ni- Now it's June 18th, 1970. He served 18 months in prison for oral sodomy. Um, he is on probation, and part of his probationary terms is that he has to live with his mother in Chicago and observe a 10 p.m. curfew. Um, so, uh, God. This is okay. He gets out of prison and he, I don't even know like why this is fucking in here, but like, I think this is just made up because he told some fucking fellow JC member that um, he was innocent, blah, blah, blah. And that he's never going to go back to jail. Um, and that he plans to come back to Waterloo, blah, blah, blah. But, has to move to chicago for the time being uh he got a job as a fucking line cook somewhere um and then like fucking eight months later was charged with sexually assaulting a teenage boy who said he lured him into his car um at the greyhound bus terminal which by the way have you ever been to the greyhound bus terminal in chicago no in st louis yes okay i have to imagine that one's like an even fucking bigger (laughs) scene um because santa was in college was picking up his girlfriend at the time from the greyhound bus terminal and do you know who was sitting on a bench next to him at the greyhound bus terminal i have no idea Dave Mustaine. Really? Of Megadeth.
1: That's interesting. Yeah,
0: was sitting next to him waiting to pick up some chick at the Greyhound bus
1: terminal. The Greyhound bus terminal in St. Louis is also the Amtrak station for St. Louis. (sighs) So that's why I've been there. But... I feel like it's not as bad then. While I was waiting for my train, the only waiting area is in the bus station. And there was... Like, mul- there was, like, it was filled with just, like, homeless people, and then there were, like, some, a couple normal people, like, wait- either waiting for the train, and then, like, you could, you could definitely tell, like, the bus people and the train people. <laughs> like, one of the, one of the bus people had a cage with a bird in it, and they opened it to, like, let it, to, like, pet let the them- bird, <laughs> and the bird
0: flew out and was flying around the bus terminal. It's fucking crazy. Jesus Christ. I mean like I feel like you would be watching that and being like yeah I mean like this is all on par for what I figured was going to happen here. <clears throat> I was loving it. Did I ever tell you about the time we had a building um and you remember Hope from our foot fetish episode? <laughs> um she was our translator in Spanish and we called this guy Birdman because he had like 10 fucking birds and every time we'd have to go there. He'd be like, can you just let me know when you're coming so I can like put all the birds away in their cages. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking bird, man. Bird, man. Uh, that was the best too, having her as our translator because, um, she does not look like she speaks Spanish, but like speaks it fluently. Um, and so we catch people in a lot of fucking lies right away. Oh, nice. Yeah. That, that was fun. Um, shout out to Tony, the bug man, not to be confused with mud bug, man. Or Birdman, or Birdman, not to be confused with the big timers. Get your roll on, Birdman. Birdman. Um, so he's charged with sexually assaulting the teenage boy. Um, the court ended up dismissing the case because the boy failed to appear. Um, Again, there could be some more information on that. Yeah, I was gonna say I of all I was reading my serial killer book before this because I have a book a serial killer book shout out jenny who gave it to me to read and then i moved like four fucking times so now it's my book um there i've never seen any mention that like he had anything to do with the guy the boy not appearing in this court
1: yeah i mean he already has a history of witness intimidation though
0: i i have to imagine because it's like 1971 that the kids' parents or something were like, no, we don't want you to testify because we don't want it, like, on record that someone did <laughs> something gay to you or something. Yeah. Like, I think that... That would be my guess. Like, that was the mindset them because they're fucking idiots and realize that, like, if this guy gets convicted of this, that, like, everything probably doesn't happen after this. But, um... That's in- prob- That's...
1: I mean... After the mental evaluation, nothing should have moved past that. Way to go, state of Iowa. And they were just like, eh, you're Chicago's problem now.
0: Exactly. You you can leave prison. You just can't live here. Yeah. What? So almost a year after his release from prison, he's charged with sexual battery and reckless conduct. um, Because he flashed a sheriff's badge at a kid um, and then used it and forced him to perform oral sex on him um, this is interesting those charges were dropped because the kid blackmailed or tried to blackmail Gacy what, what is this right? What is this? a football game the penalties cancel out <laughs> <Exactly>. oh, fuck <laughs>
1: it's one of those like why can't you just convict them both yeah right like okay yeah, 2 for 1 deal. Come on, guys. Instead they're like, "Nope, cancels out, sorry."
0: Yeah, that's fucking What the st- he-
1: What is that? That's
0: so fucking stupid. It's like one of those, okay, like you committed a crime, so we're going to convict you of it, and the guy who committed another crime, like the guy you committed a crime against committed a crime against you, so we're just going to lock you both up and call it a day. Yeah. Um so that dropped. Um fucking Iowa didn't find out about this shit until 8 months later when his parole had ended, so I guess it says that gacy's
1: uh, okay that's another one hold on hold on
0: hold on on. it says that gacy's previous criminal convictions were sealed at that point at the end of his parole what the fuck does that mean okay yeah but hold
1: on back up the parole board didn't learn of the incidents until what would you say nine months later eight months later okay so what they're like what They're like, oh, I guess we missed it. What? Okay, so... He's still out on parole?
0: What the fuck is going on here? So, okay. The... I think they're talking about the kid who didn't show up in court. I think that's the big one, that they didn't find out about it until eight months later, um, which... I'm assuming based on these numbers here, this is a complete assumption here. I have nothing to back it up that he was on parole for a year because this, the crime against the kid who tried to blackmail him happened one year and four days later after he was released. I have a feeling that he had like that day fucking circled on his calendar. And that's why. And he was like, Oh, I'm to get
1: back to diddling.
0: Yeah. Like got to get back in the game. My parole's ended. So I think that's why, but like, if your convictions are sealed, I, it's not like they fucking destroy the records. Like, why couldn't someone just go look and be like, oh, shit, yeah, like, we know you're on parole, but, like, maybe we should have the Chicago police watch you because one time while you were under parole, you did something, and then, like, two days later, after your parole ended, you did something. So, like, maybe someone should be keeping an eye on you.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. It seems like negligent policing.
0: Okay, so... Now, this skips – no, it doesn't skip. So, soon after, he bought his house, uh, 8213 West Somerdale Avenue, which is in Norwood Park Township, which is an unincorporated area of Cook County. Um, It's part of Metropolitan Chicago, so – His address is Chicago, but their police are Cook County sheriffs. Like, you can't call 911. Like, Chicago police won't show up. It's Cook County sheriffs will show up. Um, Also, next to the village of Norwich. So, shout out to everyone I went to high school with because everybody (laughs) knows where this house is. Um, Ten minutes from my mom's house. Ten minutes from where you work. And, like, five minutes behind... The building of Troy Realty of America, where I worked, and a stone's throw away from where you go get hot dogs at lunch every day. Not every day. We don't we
1: don't go there very much, but they do have okay. They have okay euros. It's it's okay. Franny's has better euros. I haven't been to Franny's. Franny's is a place that I want to go to. Franny's not fucking... also has an amazing chicken teriyaki sandwich.
0: Oh, chicken teriyaki boy. Yeah. Um. Teriyaki boys. So. <laughs> Is that song in Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift by... Is the band the Teriyaki Boys yeah. or is it the Beef Jerky Boys? No, it's the Teriyaki Boys. Okay. Maybe that'll be the outro to this song wow. or this episode. Um, so at this point, he hasn't killed anybody. I don't think his mom lives with him. It says that he needed money or he needed help financially from her to buy the house. Um, and before you get like, you look up his address, 8213 West Somerdale, the house has been demolished. So it's not there anymore. It's a new house. Um, so save yourself the Google image search if you haven't already driven by it before. Um, Classic serial killer move. All of his neighbors considered him to be helpful and loaned construction tools, plowed snows from the neighborhood sidewalks free of charge. And in 1974 and 78, hosted summer parties attended by hundreds of people, including politicians because they're all fucking scumbags. Oh, I thought you were going to say members of the JCs. Well, I they I, I, okay, obviously members of the JCs. Right, right, right. Um serial killing i feel like if i ever became a serial killer all my neighbors would be like yeah i don't know like he seemed like a nice enough guy blah 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 i don't know that's just something that like i feel like every neighbor says and the they are like oh yeah i don't know i saw him fucking dissecting wild cats in the backyard (laughs) i thought something was weird something seemed a little off but he was nice um oh remember when i said that His mom didn't live with him. Well, a few months after he bought the house, she moved in with him. Um, But he got engaged to this other chick, Carol Hoff, um, a divorcee with two young daughters, Um, which if you're ever going to marry a guy who turns out to be a gay serial killer, having two young daughters, like, you know, they're at least safe then. That's true. Um they moved into the house, blah, 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 and then his mom moved out. So, like, why is that of note? Uh, a couple years after they were married, he told his wife that, they were, that he was bisexual. Um, the couple had sex on Mother's Day in 1975, and afterwards he informed her that this would be the last time they would ever have sex. And then he went on. Okay, which, by the way, if you're married Red flag. and your spouse... Just decides one day, okay, this is the last time we're ever having sex. Like, at that point, you got to decide that, like, we're getting divorced tomorrow. Bail out. Like, it's one of those, like, we're going to talk on Monday. Are you serious? Okay, like, I'm going to get the fuck out. But instead, he began to spend most of his evenings away from home, only returning in the early hours. Um Said that he worked late, which, by the way, if anyone comes home fucking like midnight or 1 a.m. very regularly and says they're working late, red flag, red flag. Um, His wife observed Casey bringing teenage boys into his garage, found gay pornography, men's wallets and identifications inside the house when she confronted him about it, which good for her, like speak up for yourself. He said that it was none of her business. <laughs> yeah. Again, red flag <laughs> bailout. Now, um, the straw that broke the camel's back though, was because they got into a heated argument when she failed to balance the checkbook, um, at the, uh, October of 1975. So this is all the same year when she asked uh, her husband for a divorce. Um, Gacy said he would agree to it as long as they cited on the divorce papers that it was due to Gacy's infidelity, all with women. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that checks out. So in March, it was finalized. Um,. The year would have uh,
1: anything to do with the gay porn
0: and the young boys in the garage. I don't get what he's like. Okay, I would be real fucking salty if I was getting divorced. And if I knew that my spouse was gay and he insisted on being called Colonel <laughs> on having it listed on the divorce papers that it was due to his infidelity, but only with women, I'd be like, okay, I'm not fucking agreeing with that. <laughs> I'd be like leave it out, or we're gonna amend who it was with, yeah um he started his infamous company p d m contractors which p d m stands for painting, decorating, and maintenance that is the dumbest fucking name I've ever heard. It's one of those names um i've seen that's, plenty that's of the, them. that's the kind of creativity you get when you're a graduate of the Northwestern business <laughs> College. <laughs> I've seen plenty of like bad business names um and pdm is definitely up there like oh what does it stand for is it someone's initials no it stands for painting decorating and maintenance uh what <laughs> you need a good name you need a good name like top Notch site services which takes care of all of your site services yeah landscape snowplow trucking logistics everything anything on site it's a service they do it all yes um so whatever they just did he it looks like he did like fucking handyman work and then like Uh, like, bullshit concrete work and whatever, and then eventually they started doing, like, um, remodeling, whatever. Um, He quit his cook cook job, left that thing in the fucking dust, and then um, was working, like, 16-hour days, which... In construction, I will tell you that working 16-hour days is a very loosely used term all the time because, like, anybody running a company works 16-hour days, but you're not on the clock for 16 fucking hours. It's just one of those, like, from, like, 6 to 4, you're very active. And then most of the day is calling people, setting stuff up, whatever. And the evening before cell phones, a lot of that was doing logistic work, like lining people up, setting up meetings, or going to meet people or whatever. So like working 16-hour days, fucking cry me a river, John Wayne Gacy. Um, <laughs> do you have that inflation chart up? Because in 1978, PDM's annual revenue was reportedly over $200,000. Uh,
1: that would be over 800000
0: Okay, so nice chunk of change. Yeah, Um, Doing big things at PDM. Clown. So Kristen always asked me, so John Wayne Gacy was a member of the Moose Club. It is a rival group of the Elks Lodge, although some people are members of both, whatever. Um, But I never wanted to be a moose because John Wayne Gacy was a moose. Okay. Um, He became aware of some club in Chicago called the Jolly Joker Clown Club um, and joined and... Members re- of the Jolly Joker <laughs> Clown Club, that just seems like red flag material. I feel like you could evaluate them after talking to them for 10 seconds. Like there are some people who I'm just like, yes. You are a guy who plays a clown. You're normal enough. You're not going to go kill people, but, like, you're a weird guy, but no more weirder than, like, either one of us. Just, like, clowns are your fucking bread and butter. You're a weird guy, Ace. Then there are the other people who are, like, the John Wayne Gacy clowns, where he came up with his um, infamous Pogo the Clown character and then Patches the Clown character. Pogo, which I figured Pogo would be, like, the more serious clown, Pogo, was the happy clown, and Patches was the more serious clown. Right. Which does anybody need a serious clown? Isn't that like a like take away from whatever he fucking did?
1: E- yes. Yeah.
0: Um, so should I be
1: should I be concerned that there's a Moose Lodge like in Lombard? No, oh. like
0: across the street from here. No, there's one in Lombard. I don't know if some guy fucking dresses up as a clown. Maybe fucking be on alert (laughs) red flag, if you will. So, um, he would go to like political functions, dressed as a clown, which by the way, if you show up at a political function and there's a clown, get the fuck out. Yeah. Um, charitable events and children's hospitals. Um, and then while wearing his clown stuff, he would go to the bars and go drinking or whatever. Um, um, do you know one of the bars he went to? No. I got to look it up really quick. I, because this specific bar... Yeah, here we go. Um, this specific bar was frequented by John Wayne Gacy. And do you know who else? I don't know what bar it is. <laughs> okay. It is L&L Tavern. And it is at Clark and Belmont. It is like it is right next to where Grandpa Pete met Grandma Rachel. Uh, I have no idea. It was frequented by John Wayne Gacy and Jeffrey Dahmer.
1: And Grandpa Pete.
0: Uh, I don't know if Grandpa Pete's been. Actually, you know, he probably has because if I've been in there, he's probably been in there. Yeah, uh, it's like a super dive bar. You would like it. They have a sign in the window that says "Creepiest Bar in America," and then under it, it says "Google it." <laughs> and then, well, so when you type in L and L Tavern, like that's what comes up. It's the bar that was frequented by John Wayne Gacy, who would show up in his full clown outfit. And then in the '80s, it was frequented by Jeffrey Dahmer because one of the employees saw um, he. Was was hit on by Jeffrey Dahmer, and then when Jeffrey Dahmer was arrested, he's like, oh my God, that's the guy who used to drink in the corner by the window. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to L Tavern, which is a stone's throw from the island of broken toys. Yeah. It's, what a spot. Yeah. Um, biggest... Okay, the only misconception about John Wayne Gacy is that he killed people in clown costume, which... The only people who know if he killed people is him, and he said that he never did. So he admitted to a lot of stuff, so I'd have to buy it if he said that he didn't. Yeah. So he's not technically the killer clown that everyone um, thought he would. So PDM's workforce was all high school kids and, like, under 21 people. Uh, I'm sensing a pattern here. Yeah, I mean... This goes back to the whole people hanging out with people who are under the age of 18 because you know, like, it's just grooming. Like, it's older people preying on younger people who don't know how to say no or speak their mind about stuff. So it's just, like, grooming them. Um, He... he would proposition his workers for sex or insist on sexual favors. If he lent them like his car or money or to get a promotion or something, um, rule of thumb. And this goes for both genders. If your boss is propositioning you for sex or insisting on sexual favors or anything, um, it's a time to either call the police or quit your job or do both. Or both, yeah. Especially if your boss tells you one time that he owns guns and he says, do you know how easy it would be for me to get one of my guns and kill you and how easy it would be to get rid of the body? (laughs) I mean, we talk about killing people or what we would do if we kill people all the time on this podcast. Um, But if I ever said that to someone directly, I would expect you to go right to the police. (laughs) Um, So... We got to get to when he fucking kills somebody. He raped another guy. He took him to Florida to look at a property, or whatever. Um, he.
1: I like how he spent so much time on his childhood, and now you're just glossing over rape. <laughs> well, it's a lot. He, he did there a was lot. A, he did a lot of raping. Yeah, he did a
0: lot of raping before he did a lot of killing. Um, so he raped this kid in their hotel room in Florida, um, and then he drove to Gacy's house when they got back to Florida, beat the shit out of Gracie, Gacy in the front lawn. And this is back when he was married. And he told his wife that he had been attacked by a worker because he refused to, refused to pay them pay him for poor work. Um, That's a slick move, though. Did they have taste of Polonia back then? Yeah, okay. so to, I, There's something I wanted to talk about with that um can we, we'll just get to it because it's coming up okay. i mean it's coming up whatever All right. um okay this is a good story anthony antonucci that's a good name a nice italian boy um lured gacy lured him to his house or whatever uh, promised to like give him two bottles of wine and then um watch a heterosexual stag film if you will um so he a a fan favorite in the Gacy household. So he did this thing, um, with handcuffs where, because he was a clown, he'd be like, Oh, do you want to see this handcuff trick? And they're like, Oh, what's the trick? And he's like, okay, cool. Come here. Like, let me handcuff you behind your back. And he handcuffs you behind the back. And then he goes, he's like, Oh, you see the trick is the only way to get out is if you have the key. And then he would go on to like torch people, whatever. Um, So basically what happened with this Antonucci guy, he was a wrestler in high school, and he was able to get his arm out of the handcuff, and then when Gacy came back in, he, like, beat the shit out of Gacy, and then Gacy's like, okay, uh, if you leave, I won't tell anybody that you beat me up, Um, and then he left. Um, But Gacy did tell him on the way, he's like, you know, you're the only one who got out of the the handcuffs, and you got them on me. (laughs) The man who knows when he was beat. Yes, all right. We we definitely got to get to when he fucking kills somebody. Um, I still have the Colonel Haroun Sand <laughs>
1: Wikipedia up. Uh,
0: he did a lot of torturing before he started killing. So, like, he raped another guy, um, a guy whose last name was Cram, which that's a weird last name, um, and he said he said something like. The kid was like, oh, when are you going to kill me? And he was like, oh, no, you can't say that. Like, that's no fun. And then, like, let the guy go. So Mm -hmm. that's fucking weird. Here we go. Politics. Whatever. We talked about politics. Whatever. In 1975, John Wayne Gacy was appointed director of (laughs) Chicago's annual Polish Constitution Day Parade, which this is the predecessor to taste of polonia polish constitution day is also named mayufka which it just it's like may fucking third or whatever like it's a big day um like this was in 1975 and he ran the whole parade um the copernicus center started putting on taste of polonia and mayufka like a few years later after this hmm. um and actually let me look that up Because uh, I think I'm pretty fucking close, but I'm not. Yeah, the first one was Labor Day, 1980. So this was a few days after, or a few years after he was convicted. Um, so no overlap there. But the Copernicus Foundation was the Copernicus Center was there um, when Gacy was, and I promise you, he had been there for something. Yeah um gacy's got a nice picture with um jimmy carter's wife too um this is on may 6th which is the may weekend 1978 six years after his first murder and seven months before his final <clears throat> arrest so politics bitch okay do you know how many guys he killed no do you want to guess mm-hmm. how about this how many guys he killed and then after I give you that number, how many of those people he buried on his property?
1: It's a, So it's a different number? Yes. Um, I don't know. Less
0: than 40. More than 20.
1: Okay, I was going to say tw- uh,
0: 25. Five. He killed 33. Okay. How many buried in the crawl space and under the garage? 25? 26. Yeah. Yeah, pretty close. Yes. Um, he, I don't know. He fucking lured them all over. He would fucking play the handcuff key. He would do whatever. First murder was in 72, January. Um. He following a family party, like went down to the loop and till he went to look at <coughs> ice sculptures. Um, and then lured a 16 year old kid who was at the bus terminal trying to go from Michigan to Omaha and said like, Oh, Hey, like the buses aren't going anywhere until the morning. So why don't you come stay at my house? And then, um, you know, I'll give you a ride back to the bus station. Yeah. Totally normal. Um, So he Gacy says he woke up in the morning and found the kid standing in his bedroom doorway, which, by the way, does he not lock his bedroom door if someone's staying at his house?
1: I guess not.
0: I mean, I think we talked about this like I'm weird because I lock my bedroom door every night and you say you don't lock your bedroom door. But like if you had a stranger staying here, would you lock your bedroom door?
1: No. I mean, my bedroom door doesn't have a lock, so.
0: Okay, well, maybe that was Casey's problem. That answers my own question. There you go. So he woke up with uh, this kid standing in the doorway holding a kitchen knife, and he said he jumped out of bed, which, by the way, this guy's a fucking fatso, and, like, he's not jumping anywhere. So he, like, rustled himself out of bed, probably stumbled over to this kid, um, grabbed him by the forearm, and as he did, The kid like accidentally cut gacy i think because he's holding a fucking knife He like whatever um wrestled him down to the ground got the knife out of his hand and then banged his head against the bedroom wall um until he was unconscious and then he he like straddled him and strangled him to death um afterwards he said that when he killed the guy his body was overcome with an intense orgasm that he had never felt before jesus so that's weird um but the weird part is he gets to the kitchen and sees that there was a ton of breakfast being like set up to be made and that he figured out that the kid was just coming to wake him up for breakfast (laughs) to thank him for giving him a place to stay and he ended up getting stabbed yes well, I mean, the kid was trying to make him breakfast yeah. to thank him, and he ended up getting strangled to death.
1: Oh, I thought he got. I thought he got stabbed. No, Gacy with a knife. got
0: stabbed a little bit with a knife. Oh. Um, yeah, a mind numbing orgasm, and that's when I realized death would be the ultimate thrill. Jesus. So he buried this guy um, under the crawl space, and then eventually covered it with concrete, which his actions with that show me that like he wasn't going to be a fucking serial killer yet or he didn't know it yet. You know what I mean? Because he just fucking put concrete over it, which would be a laborious process in a crawl space. Cause like there's no room to operate there anyways. So he yeah. has to dig a grave for the kid and then pour concrete over that. So like definitely seems like he was not intent on killing 32 more people after this. Yeah. Um, so he killed a second guy um, in, oh, like two years later, almost to the day, um, who is still unidentified, and they don't know, like, where he came for, where he came from. But he he killed him by strang- by strangling him and then left him in the closet for a couple days. But he learned after this that when a body is dead, bodily fluids will leak out of their mouth and nose, and it stained his carpet really bad. So after that, he stuffed rags or their underwear or something in their mouth to prevent what he called leakage from reoccurring. Ugh. Yeah.
1: It's not good.
0: Okay. This guy, John Bukovic... He was an 18-year-old from, do you want to guess where? It's a town where I live. I'm not guessing. <laughs> he lived in Lombard. Um, and they found his car and his wallet, like the police found his car and wallet at like Sheridan Lawrence. So Gacy didn't fucking live by Sheridan and Lawrence's The Lake. Yeah. And Gacy lived in fucking Norwich and then <clears throat> Bukovic was from Lombard. So um they don't he basically said like he encountered him he encountered him exiting his car on West Lawrence Avenue. So like I don't know if Gacy was like stalking him by the lake or something, or if this is Lawrence Avenue by his by his home. But yeah. either way, you could take Lawrence straight from the lake right to Gacy's house. Yep. Um and then did the whole thing blah 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 he buried the body under concrete again Um, oh wait no this was concrete in the garage this is like one of the couple kids who was buried in the garage Um, so after in 1975 I guess after like these three murders um, he was content with himself being gay And he referred to these years as his cruising years where he would just like drive around town and like go to try and pick up guys or whatever. Um, I don't, nobody, I feel like this stuff gets lost in the shuffle when people were interviewing a serial killer on death row. Like, Was he out driving around just trying to like pick up dudes for fun, or was like every time he was driving around, he was looking for a victim? Yeah, I've never found that out, and I don't know how like how nobody fucking asked him that. Like, I feel like that's a big thing because, like, the way I see it is that, like, almost every time he kills someone he was setting out to kill someone. So say he killed 33 people. He probably tried to pick up and, like, got very close to killing, maybe upwards of 50. Yeah. But was he... Was that, like, the only times he was doing it? Or was this dude just, like, on the prowl until, like, the mood struck him?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Was he just, like...
0: Is he just, like, cruising around for a dick? And then he's like, oh, I need to kill someone. That's what I mean. Like, I want to know, like, if if he was just like, hey, had a rough day at work. Let me go try and pick up a guy. And then, like, one day he's just like, hey, you know, like, this guy would make a very nice victim. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Uh, mm.
0: Do you want to talk about a near victim that you knew? <clears throat> uh, I didn't know anyone. Well, not you specifically. You knew someone who knew a guy. Who... Um. Yeah, like, I... Um,
1: my uncle knew someone who like, I guess was probably hitchhiking or something and like got in the car with him and then was like, this guy's creepy. And he like
0: bailed out of the car, I guess. That's what I mean. Like, I, I wonder if that guy was like, that guy was almost murdered or that guy was just like catching Gacy on a day when he just wanted to hook up. Yeah, or something. exactly. I don't know. I guess we'll never know. Yeah. Um, so, Casey killed a few more people, um, and then he killed this one guy, Gregory Godzik, and do you know what town Casey abandoned his car in after the murder? No. Niles. Oh, sure. It's the place to be. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, I feel like we have murders and murders and murders and murders, and... Murders and, and um basically i guess do you want to just fast forward to when he almost got caught sure or i guess did get caught yeah um oh let's talk about this one thing the last guy gacy killed is the guy who the family who caught him this guy like robert piste um he was at a pharmacy in Des Plaines, which I don't think fucking exists anymore. Um, and this 15-year-old kid was working there, and Gacy mentioned to him, like, oh, hey, I have this company, and we start, we hire teenage boys and pay $5 an hour, which was double what he got paid at the pharmacy. What is $5 in 1978? I feel like that's checking pretty solid. For, 20 bucks an hour. Yeah, man, like that, for starting for like being a fucking laborer like that's good money so um i don't know if it's lose your life over money but it's still good money (laughs) um so gacy told the guy whatever um he left the pharmacy and then this guy peace mom came to pick her son up from the pharmacy to like go celebrate her birthday like that's fucking sad now um And he said, he's like, no, hold on. I have to wait. Some contractor wants to talk to me or whatever. Um, So he'll be back. Like, come pick me up in a couple hours. Um, Gacy picked him up at 9 o'clock. The guy was killed at 10 o'clock. So, like, this didn't even last long. Um, And he ran out of space in his crawl space and the garage. Um, So he dumped this body off of the I fifty five bridge where the Desplaines River runs under, which do you know what that is? Like a hundred feet away from.
1: Uh, yeah, it's we're... well. I mean,
0: it's like two ninety four fifty five, but it is a hundred feet away from where the ranger. This is all circling back to IHIBW stories where the ranger slammed into the wall getting on I fifty five northbound.
1: Oh um, no! I oh I was gonna say like where that is, where the displays river is down there by his house no yeah. like the oh by i55 yeah isn't yeah. that isn't that like way south uh
0: it's 294 and 55 so it's um it's by like closer to bridgeview and stuff um fuck what's the town there um no it's not far south at all it is um oh i thought it was i thought Oh, I'm thinking of
1: 80 and 55. Yeah,
0: no, 294 and 55 is basically like where it is. It's not it's not in the sticks at all. Oh, okay. I had the wrong I yeah, I had the wrong
1: thing there. Wrong
0: highway. Yeah. Um it's between like that bridge is between like Burr Ridge and Countryside, Illinois. Okay, yeah. Right by Indian Head Park, if that means anything to you. Sure, sure, sure. Um, so that's a fun fact for that. I think I had another fun fact, but I don't remember. Um, so they had a search warrant for his house or whatever, because basically like, they figured out that this is the last guy he saw, blah, blah, whatever. Um, they found some like needles, syringes, um, a six millimeter starter pistol is that like that really skinny barrel, yeah, like, and it's literally just like the pop for a starter, yeah, um, they found some like porno tapes, whatever um amyl nitrate poppers. Okay, that's what I was going to say. I only knew the nitrate. I only knew it from Always Sunny when they buy bombers. Yeah. Um, And then a two-by-four with, like, holes drilled in each ends of them, um, which I would imagine he used as some sort of, like, torture device or something. Um, And then they found several driver's licenses that didn't belong to Gacy. So, like, what? How do you, how are you just not like, all right, like this is fucking weird. So instead they put like, they put him on surveillance, um, but it wasn't undercover surveillance or whatever. It was just like two cops followed him around every 12 hours, like a rotating 12 hour shift or whatever. Um, and I guess like Gacy used to like fuck with them, not fuck with them, but like invite them into his house and stuff and all that shit. Um, being a fucking asshole. Um, Eventually, they get a second search warrant and they wait. It was actually pretty slick. They wait until Gacy invites him in again for coffee and then they just like take him up on the offer. And one of the guys starts rooting around. It happened in the winter, which is like a very key point of all of this. One of the guys flushed a toilet that was next to a heating duck or something. And I guess he could smell like rotting flesh through the heating duct when he flushed the toilet. Like there was a burst of air or something. Mm -hmm. Um, and arrested him, blah, 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 whatever. Um, he basically confessed to his lawyer and was like, Hey, I did all these crimes, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, well, what do you mean? And he held up the paper and it was a kid from the fucking, um, pharmacy and he's like the boy's dead he's buried or he's I threw him in a river and he was like what do you mean and then he like tells his lawyer everything. He's like drunk and telling him the stories and like mid confession passes out. And then his lawyer is like holy shit what just happened <laughs> let me call a doctor and he arranges to have a doctor see him at like nine in the morning um which i would assume was to figure out if like they could um use the insanity defense because like that would be a fucking shoe in like yeah. hey man the guy's fucking insane blah blah whatever um but gacy basically said i don't know what i told you last night but i'm sure it wasn't the truth and just like left and went around um all day long saying goodbye to like his friends and family whatever and then like arrested him blah blah whatever he confessed to everything and gave him like detailed maps of where to find everybody and like where um the six people four people six people he didn't bury into the house like where to find their bodies and stuff because not all of them were found um and his crawl space was rather extensive his trial he tried for the insanity defense and was deemed like competent to uh stand trial whatever his real defense i guess was um he had multiple personality disorders and said that all the crimes are committed like out of body experience whatever um We all know he's fucking convicted. And at the time, like he was, how many murders was convicted of? Convicted of like 30 some murders, which was, he was charged with 33 and convicted for 33, which was the most at that point any U.S. person had been convicted of. Mm -hmm. So that's a thing. What's, do you know what the record is now? No idea. It can't be much more. You're the one with the serial killer book. Yeah, but this, they're like, I have a feeling it's a way more recent thing. It's like a mass killing thing, not like a serial killing thing, which I can't believe that's like a thing, but whatever. Um, Sentence to death, whatever. Um, Do you remember, so he was killed in like 1994. Do you remember that? Not really. I remember it on TV, and I remember like, that was when you're like, I'm like, oh, it's that guy who was a clown who killed people. And I remember like there was like, people were, like, tailgating the lethal injection. Were they? Yeah, you don't remember. It was on every fucking news station, and I I just... I, like, kind of remember that. So, basically, it happened, like, at midnight or something, but I remember before I went to bed, like, literally every news station was, like, live on scene, and, like, there was literally... There were people tailgating it like celebrating it there were people who were against the death penalty protesting it and then i think there were other people like no he's innocent and it was just like a whole fucking hoopla of shit going down yeah um while this was going on they kept like cutting back to like his home and do you know who had the listing of his Summerdale home Was it Troy Realty of America? Troy Realty of America's sign was fucking front and center all over every news station. And Hubert said he got like a million fucking phone calls the next day. (laughs) He did. Okay, fun fact that the Amber Alert, you know what I mean? Like for kids. Yeah. It came about because of John Wayne Gacy. Like the wheels were in motion after his trial to figure out a way to um like merge everything together because um you shouldn't have to wait 72 hours to report a child missing. Yeah. Um but he also in prison began to paint and I don't know if you know this, but like there are a bunch of paintings around that claim to be painted by John Wayne Gacy. Mm-hmm. Um It says prices include... Now, this is a Wikipedia part. It says prices include anywhere from $200 to $20,000. Now, I was always under the belief that all of his... um, Because this this happened on TV in front of... Like, when I was a child in 1994 they were burning all of his paintings that he made in prison, like the victims families and stuff were there and they bought them all and burned them all. So like nobody could have them. Yeah. Um, So you tell me if the same painter is alive and the painting has nothing to do with the skill, but it has to do with who painted it. Why would some paintings go for $200 and some go for $20,000? Yeah, th- that doesn't make any sense. Exactly. Which is why there are so many fucking counterfeit Gacy ones. Because like, I firmly believe that the families bought all of them. I watched them burn with my own eyes yeah. on TV. Um, bought them all. And anything that's being sold now is a reproduction.
1: Yeah. I was I was way more invested in um the O.J. Simpson trial in 94.
0: Okay, well okay, but you remember that one but you don't remember this. I, Is it because we I remember in elementary school they had it on TV.
1: Oh, we didn't have it on TV.
0: Yeah, they brought in one of our teachers like insisted on it. I think it was Mrs. Jones. Um no, it was. Yeah, it was. Um she like wheeled in the fucking um TV or whatever and hooked it up to the antenna. So I remember like watching that go down.
1: Yeah, because I think I think I just remember I just remember like you know because I, I you're not interested in anything happening in the news at that time, but or at least for mm-hmm. me, and I just remember like I would be flipping through channels and I would see like they would have that picture of him as like Pogo the clown on the news thing, yeah. like talking about it. But I don't remember like the burning of paintings or anything like okay. that. But then I I remember like I was at my great aunt's house and I was because it was at my great aunt's house and I was like they were talking or something and I was like I'm not interested in this and I started reading a newspaper article about OJ and then I was like whoa I need to know more.
0: (laughs) Please tell me more. Um, No like what I remember about the Gacy thing is that like it was getting close to my bedtime and it was like. It was still, it was like twilight out, and I remember seeing it on TV, and it was one of those, I'm like, oh, the sun is also setting wherever this is going on or whatever. I didn't know that, like, he was being lethally injected, like, 45 minutes from our house, <laughs> Um which, it, where where it was is almost fucking Lockport. It's, like, just outside of Lockport. It's not far. Um And... Then I remember like the paintings, and I was like, "Oh, look, they're all painting like pictures of clowns and stuff." And then I found out later, like it was victims' families, whatever. But um, those are the memories I have. Yeah. Um, did you ever see any of these Gacy movies? No. They're made for TV. The only one I remember is it's called Gacy. Um, I just remember the movie box at. Blockbuster. This is the movie box. I do remember seeing that movie box. For yeah. Sure. Um, I think the guy who played John Wayne Gacy is. Um, yes. He plays Francis in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> he also plays the chubby kid in Teen Wolf.
1: Francis. Yeah.
0: Uh, and then he plays one of the dork dads in Little John. wow um Adam Baldwin is in it is he one of the fucking Baldwin families
1: probably he's one of the other brothers no
0: he's from Winnetka he went to New Trier Hmm. um there was that movie um made for TV a horror film called 8213 Gacy House um it was based on paranormal investigators spending a night in the house built on the former site. That sounds like the dumbest fucking plot to a movie ever. Yeah, We're, we're staying overnight at a house where this guy didn't live. He just lived on the grounds. <laughs> That's so fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, there were some other documentaries. Nothing good, though. That would have been nice to fucking watch before this episode. Um, biography at a 45-minute documentary on the crimes of Gacy, which we talked for two fucking hours about. But I think I've hit my wall. Do you know what his last meal was? Yes, I do know what his last meal was. Well, I know what part of it is. got to read the whole thing because I know part of it was KFC. Yeah,
1: so it was a bucket of KFC, <laughs> a dozen fried shrimp, french fries, strawberries, and a Diet Coke. Fat people
0: love diet coke, man. They do. I don't know what if I was dying. I mean, I guess if you've only drank diet coke, you would just want a diet coke. But what a power coke. move to go for KFC again. Call me Colonel as you inject me with the needle. Yeah.
1: So you have any other tidbits you want to?
0: No, that's
1: that's you know I've been, I was I've been sitting on that one.
0: <laughs> How long? For like twenty minutes.
1: Yeah. It's doing my it's doing my thing.
0: Oh, there's another belief that he had accomplices, which, like, I'm pretty sure. I think there's this one kid who was with him, whatever, but, like, no one can prove anything. Um, because there was something that went on when a kid's abduction happened while Gacy was legit in Pittsburgh. Um, but who knows, man. Yeah. We'll save that one for the I-team, not me. Okay, fine. So we done now? I mean, I'm
1: done if you're done. Okay, bye.
2: And the spotlight has faded And the plans that we made Have fallen apart It's lonely as hell And there's no magic spell